Nationalist Sport. GAA Leinster Senior Hurling Club Championship Quarterfinal Mount Leinster Rangers go close to landing major upset. Article by Kieran Murphy. The score Ballyhale Shamrocks 22, Mount Leinster Rangers 16. The body language of the Rangers players at the end of this Leinster Senior Hurling Club quarter final at Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday spoke volumes. They were gutted. They hadn't come just to put in a good performance against one of the great club sides. The Carlo side came to win. It says a lot for the mentality of the players, the club and their management team. Rangers don't do cameo roles and captain Michael Doyle stressed this. It was an opportunity missed. We wanted to win. We did it eight years ago and I wanted to do it again with this special group of players. A lot of young players are in their early 20s and it is great to see these lads. We have some of the older guard there too, he said afterwards. Rangers won the toss and opted to play against the elements with the wind blowing from left to right down the field from the scoreboard end of the ground. It was vintage strike from Dennis Murphy from a placed ball when he found the posts to give Rangers the lead. It was the only time in the game where they would lead, as Shamrocks hit back. Players such as Adrian Mullen, Joe Cuddehy and Owen Cody all know instinctively where the posts are, and between them they pulled and stretched the Rangers' defence. Yet the Carlow side remained unruffled as the Kilkenny champions built on their lead. In goal, Dean Grennan didn't have a lot to do, but he saw plenty of the ball and at times the Rangers supporters must have moved uneasily in their seats as he, and Doyle in particular, took their time when making sure they picked out teammates with well-directed passes. The loss of Eddie Byrne in the 15th minute took a line of attack away from the Carlo champions. His replacement, Ted Joyce, did well, but a big man with loads of experience and skill in around the house deprived Rangers of one mode of attack. At half-time, Shamrocks led 14 points to 5, with Joyce, Fiacre Fitzpatrick and Murphy, two, the Rangers players on the mark. Just like he did in the opening half, Murphy fired over another point. For the next 10 minutes, both he and TJ Reid had their own personal duel from Freeze, with Murphy winning that little head-to-head four points to two. Rangers were firing. Richard Cody also found the posts. A run through the centre from John Nolan produced another pointed free for Murphy. With 13 minutes left, the Shamrocks had only scored three points in the half. Was there a shock on? The Rangers players believed there was. What seemed to be a dodgy decision to play against the wind having won the toss was not so dubious now. We wanted to go against the wind. We knew how strong the breeze was. It was a six-point win. We were so close, Doyle commented afterwards when explaining the decision. With time ebbing away and Rangers four points behind, they created the only clear-cut goal chance of the game. For once, Chris Nolan broke free of his marker and raided down the left. He spotted his brother John completely free in front of the goal. The offload was good. The receiver did everything right when collecting the pass. It was a glorious chance, but for once, a player with one of the finest strikes in Carlo Hurling didn't fully connect with the Schlitter. It gave Dean Mason, the Shamrock's keeper, that bit of extra time to make the block. He finished the business when making sure Nolan didn't get on to the loose ball. Shamrock's made Rangers pay on the double when Owen Cody swept the ball over the bar. 
to bring the lead out to five instead of what could potentially have been the minimum. Rangers still smelt victory. Gary Kelly drove on and settled for a point with an outside goal chance on. Murphy converted another free to bring the margin down to three. This is the point where champions go about their business best. The Ballyhale side rose their game and further points from Reed, Shefflin and Cudahy sealed their passage through to the next round. They could even have grabbed a goal but Grennan stood square with Cody to keep his line intact on the day. Not a bad feat considering the quality of the forwards Rangers faced on the day. Defeat still rankled however. They are all Ireland champions for a reason. We came here believing we were going to win. I think if that goal had gone in at the time, there would have been a point between us. They are the fine margins. We fully believed we could win, said Doyle. The teams. Ballyhale Shamrocks. Dean Mason, Darren Mullen, Joey Holden, Brian Butler, Evan Shefflin, one point, Richie Reid, Dara Corcoran, Ronan Corcoran, one point, Brian Cody, four points, Adrian Mullen, three points, TJ Reid, six points, three from freeze and one from a 65. Joe Cudahy, four points. Kevin Mullen, Colin Fennelly, Owen Cody, three points. The subs, Owen Reid for D Mullen, 24 minutes. Gavin Butler for Butler, 50 minutes. Owen Keneally for Cudahy, 63 minutes. Mount Leinster Rangers. Dean Grennan, Gary Kelly, one point. David Phelan, Michael Doyle, Richie Kelly, Dermot Byrne, Gary Lawler, Paul Cody, Richie Cody, one point, Fiachra Fitzpatrick, one point, Chris Nolan, Kevin MacDonald, Dennis Murphy, 12 points, 11 from freeze, Eddie Byrne, John Nolan. The subs, Ted Joyce, one point for E. Byrne on 15 minutes. The referee, Richie Fitzsimmons, Offaly. Leinster Junior Football Championship quarter-final. Grange fall to agonising defeat to end their Leinster hopes. Article by Ger McNally. The score, Kilcullen 2 goals and 10 points, Grange 1 goal and 12 points. Grange let a great chance of appearing in a Leinster semi-final slip through their grasp as Kildare side Kilcullen scored the last three points of the game to pip them at the post at a freezing cold Netwatch Cullen Park on Saturday evening. For much of the second half, with John Murphy leading the way, it appeared that Grange's physical strength was too much for a significantly smaller Kilcullen side to handle, and Patrick Hickey's 59th minute point put them within touching distance of a last four place, but that victory was snatched away from them in a dramatic finish. Upon reflection, Grange would perhaps have preferred to have played their first round Leinster game rather than getting a walk over from Leashside Barrow House. That extra game, rather than going a month without a competitive, would perhaps have given them the extra sharpness to get them over the line rather than just running out of steam. It was such a pity for a side who battled back from a nightmare start. The visitors scored two goals in the opening ten minutes which ultimately proved decisive through Dave Marshall and Kieran O'Brien to lead two goals and two points to one point. That Grange overcame that seven-point deficit to lead during the second half and late on shows how well they responded, but unfortunately Kilcullen came up with the match-winning scores. Although they will rue that finish, how slowly they started the game will be a regret too. Kilcullen scored those two goals and could perhaps have had another one or two before Grange found their feet. 
Alan Fleming and Henry Hegarty scored before the water break as they began to find their feet. And although Dan Coughlin answered back for the visitors early in the second quarter, two points from Murphy cut the lead back to four points. Marshall replied with a free for Kilcullen, but by then the tide had well and truly turned and momentum was behind Grange. They increased the pressure with a James Hickey point and Kilcullen were then temporarily reduced to 14 men when Sean Knight received a black card for a foul on Patrick Hickey. A Marshall free was the last score of the half, leaving Kilcullen ahead at the break by two goals and five points to six points. But clearly the opening seven minutes of the second half, while Kilcullen were still down to 14 men, were going to be key. Two early Murphy points gave Kilcullen warning of what was coming. And then, in the last action before Kilcullen returned to their full complement of players, another rampaging run by Murphy ended with his shot being saved by teenage goalkeeper Cormac Barker. But quickest to the rebound was Kieran Pender to fist into the net. Even after Kilcullen were back to 15 players, Murphy's free put Grange ahead for the first time, since he scored the first point of the game, and then Fleming put them too clear. In the face of such an onslaught, Kilcullen midfielder Darren Barker scored what, with the benefit of hindsight, was a hugely important point with the last kick of the third quarter. Dan Coughlin wiped out the Grange lead in the 51st minute, but it was nip and tuck after that. Murphy put Grange ahead before Short levelled in the 54th minute. It looked like Grange were set for victory when Patrick Hickey put Grange ahead in the last minute of normal time, but Kilcullen had one last burst in them. Jamie Lamb equalised, and then in the 62nd minute, O'Brien put Kilcullen ahead again. The game was still in the balance at that stage, and Grange pushed right up on Lamb when he was on the ball inside his own 20-metre line. The Grange press couldn't quite pin him down, though, and with one long-range pass, he was able to pick out Thomas Hickey on the wing, and one last counter-attack led to Coughlin scoring the last score of the game, to leave Kilcullen as two-point winners. And the teams. Kilcullen, Cormac Barker, David Toft, Fran Short, one point, Jack Dooley, Kean Creighton, Tim Carey, Thomas Hickey, Sean McMahon, Darren Barker, one point, Kieran Mellon, Paul Bell, Dan Coughlin, three points, one from a free, Kieran O'Brien, one goal and two points, Dave Marshall, one goal and two points, Sean Knight, and the subs, Jamie Lamb, one point for Bell, 40 minutes. Jake Murphy for McMahon, 49 minutes. Grange. Seamus Hegarty, John Doyle, Cahill Bailey, Thomas Keeley, Killian Murphy, Henry Hegarty, one point. Ned Pender, Fionn Murphy, Patrick Hickey, one point. Gavin Lawler, John Murphy, seven points, five from freeze. James Hickey, one point. Niall Byrne, Kieran Pender, one goal. Alan Fleming, two points, one from a free. The subs, Martin Kelly for Lawler, 45 minutes. Davy Moran for Jay Hickey, 46 minutes. Martin Farrell for Pender, 54 minutes. The referee, Seamus Shea Farley, Dublin. 2020 Leinster Intermediate Camogie Championship Semi-Final. St. Rhinus pull away in the final quarter to deny Michel a Leinster final place. Article by Tommy Murphy. The score, St. Rhinus, Offaly, 15 points. Michel, 11 points. 
Carlo Camogie champions Michel battled long and brave before having to give way to St. Rhinus of Offaly in this action-packed Leinster Intermediate Camogie Championship semi-final at Michel on Saturday. Played in dry, very cold and sunny conditions, the two teams didn't mind and quickly adapted to the matter in hand from the throw-in. St. Rhinus corner forward and free-taker Siobhan Flannery got the show on the road, pointing from two placed balls in the fourth and fifth minutes. A minute later, Kira Quirk opened Michel's account from the left wing and full forward Kim Doyle shot a neat point from play to level the sides for the first time at two points each after nine minutes. In that nine minutes, there was action in both goal mouths. Michel thought that the white Schlitter had crossed the line before goalie Ellen Gilligan retrieved in a flash. One umpire was about to put his hand on the green flag. However, it was null and void. Michel were pressing St. Rhinus hard and were unlucky to see two ground shots go at the wrong side of the posts. Quick as a flash, Rhinus went in search of a major at the other end, but solid defending from Laura James in goal and the full back line of Gillian Doyle, Michelle Nolan and Anya Nolan kept the forwards at bay. Both teams were now in full stride and a place in the Leinster final was beckoning. St. Rhinus, defeated in last year's All-Ireland final, were hoping to get to their third Leinster final in a row, while Michel were looking to get back there since 2017. Siobhan Flannery from a free and Mairead Daly from play edged St. Rhinus too clear approaching the first water break. A solid attack from the home side saw Kira Quirk land a 45 and Kiva Jordan from play tied the sides for a second time, four points each, at the Ishka Bracha. The second quarter continued in the same vein with every ball strongly contested in all sectors. Kira Quirk traded points with Siobhan Flannery and Mairead Daly and Kate Kenny chalked up number eight for the Offaly girls before Kim Doyle with a snapshot chalked up number eight for the Carlow girls to tie the sides at eight points each a minute before the break. However, there was time for Linda Sullivan to edge Ryan as a point to the good when referee Justin Heffernan of Wexford called half-time. St. Rhinus 9, Michel 8 points. The talking points at half-time, it could go any way and was it a goal or not? And the large attendance from both camps didn't mind the cold for the action and entertainment was good. Five minutes into the second period, five minutes into the second period, Kiva Jordan brought a great roar from the home crowd as she levelled the game for a fourth time at nine points each with a long-range strike from play. Michel then lost star centre-back Kate Nolan with a suspected ankle injury, with Theresa Nolan deputising. Each side were trying their best to stamp their authority on the game. Linda Sullivan and Mairead Daly had edged St. Rhinus 11 points to 9 at the second water break. It was in the final quarter that St. Rhinus closed ranks and finished that bit stronger as they added two more points from Flannery and Kenny, and also policed the Michel forwards to make sure they were denied vital scores, with Kiva Jordan and Kira Quirk getting the last two Michel points. Coming into the closing stages, Michel knew a goal would do the trick, but it never came. True to form, the Michel girls never gave up and did their best to turn the tide. Marion Doyle at left half-back was rock-solid all through with some great clearances along with Breege Nolan and Kate until injured Tara Whelan at midfield, had a mighty game along with Kira Mullins. 
Young stars Kiva Jordan with three points from play, along with Rhiannon Kenny, the lively Kim Doyle, Ali Richisco, Emma Coogan. Top scorer Kira Quirk scored six points, five frees and one from play got extra attention as St. Rhinas knew the damage she is capable of. Anya Nolan at cornerback along with Michelle Nolan at fullback and Gillian Doyle in the number two berth kept their lines cleared time and time again along with Laura James who kept a clean sheet in goal. Full marks to the two teams. St. Rhinas are a very balanced team and always seem to have a player running of the shoulder. They will now meet Kildare side Selbridge in the final. As this was the delayed 2020 championship, the 2021 same competition will commence in January. The teams, St. Rhinas, Eileen Gilligan, Sinead Moran, Elaine Sullivan, Maeve Dourley, Emma Corcoran, Grania Dolan, Katie O'Connell, Helen Dolan, Roisin Egan, Linda Sullivan, three points, Sinead Hanamy, Mairead Daly, three points, Aoife McLaughlin, Kate Kenny, two points, Siobhan Flannery, seven points. The subs, Louise Mannion for Sullivan, Aoife O'Regan for Hanamy. Michael, Laura James, Gillian Doyle, Michelle Nolan, Anya Nolan, Breege Nolan, Kate Nolan, Marion Doyle, Tara Wilson, Kira Mullins, Rhiannon Kenny, Kiva Jordan, three points, Kira Quirk, six points, Ali Richisco, Kim Doyle, two points, Emma Coogan, the subs, Teresa Nolan for Kay Nolan, injured, Abby Foley for Coogan, the referee, Justin Heffernan, Wexford. GAA scores. Leash, under 20 football championship semi-final, Port Leash 3-11, Greg Cullen, four points. GAA under 20 Super League A, Group 1, Clonmore 2-13, Aeroog 2-3. Under-20 Super League A Football Group 2, Ratvilly 2 goals and 10 points, Mount Leinster Rangers 9 points. Under-20 A Football Super League, Fenna 1 goal and 10 points, Old Lachlan 1 goal and 6 points. Strive Under-20 Super League B, Naevon 3 goals and 4 points, Palatine 9 points. Soccer, Nationalist Premier Division. Delaney Double delivers Derby Day win for New Oak. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, Dolman Celtic 1, New Oak Boys 5. A Graham Delaney double and goals from Cahill Gaffney, Dean Kelly and Lee Walker gave New Oak an early Christmas present as New Oak claimed a big Derby Day win on Sunday morning. While the score may suggest it was comfortable for New Oak, it was far from it for the majority of the first half. They struggled to play and find their usual tempo on the Dolman pitch and struggled to test Owen Gorman in the Dolman goal. Dolman did well to close them down for large periods and not let them play. But once their talisman Joe Doran went off injured, it was only a matter of time before New Oak took control of the match. This game stretched New Oak's Premier Division unbeaten record to 34. It was a slow start to the game, with neither side really getting into the game early doors. It was Dolman with the first chance of the game, with a shot from distance being saved by Keelan Gaffney in goal. It was spilled, but he collected it before any danger arose. After ten minutes, New Oak's James McGrath's free from distance was hit wide. Seven minutes later, Dolman went close as Doran hit an effort straight at Gaffney. Midway through the half, a Lee Walker free was hit just wide, whilst on the half-hour mark, 
A corner from the right went across the face of the box and nobody could take advantage of Gaffney being off his line, having come out to try and clear the corner. A couple of minutes later, a Jamie Dooley free from the left went wide on the far side. After 32 minutes, New Oak got their first goal, when Graham Delaney hopped onto a loose ball in the Dolman defence and pounced on it to volley into the back of the net, as they scored from their first shot on target. From the kick-off, Dolman raced down the other side and found New Oak napping at the back, as Brandon Doyle took advantage. With five minutes to go until half-time, a James McGrath free from the right-hand side found the head of Delaney, who headed out for a throw-in on the far side. Two minutes later, a Dean Kelly free from the left found Cahal Gaffney, who guided the ball into the back of the net to retake the lead. Walker tried to find Keen Dowling from the right, but Dowling couldn't control his shot. On the verge of half-time, a Kelly corner was saved, Back to Delaney, whose effort was saved again, whilst the Dowling effort was hit just wide at the far post. The second half opened up a lot more as New Oak dominated. Within five minutes, Delaney had a half effort from the right-hand side, but hit it straight at Gorman. A couple of minutes later, a Kelly corner found a New Oak head, but they couldn't steer it on target and it was cleared. Twelve minutes into the second half, it was game over as Delaney grabbed his second with an effort from the right. On the hour mark, McGrath fed the ball in from the right into Delaney, who held the ball up with Kelly coming in from midfield to smash in past Gorman to make it four. Seven minutes later, Dolman's Dourley had a free cleared, but New Oak broke at the far side, but their effort was deflected wide. A Liam Ryan free was headed wide by Dourley with 20 minutes to go. Four minutes later, Walker made it five with a solo effort. There were several late efforts from New Oak as they tried to extend their lead. Lee Gordon's effort from the left was saved with Gorman spilling, but Connor Byrne couldn't take advantage at the back post. With nine minutes to go, Darrell Coleman tried an effort but couldn't control it. Greg Sakula hit an effort off the post from the right. Walker hit a free over the bar. Coleman tried a bicycle kick, but Gorman jumped high to collect. With the last action of the game, Dourley's free from the right was hit wide on the far side. And the teams, New Oak boys, Keelan Gaffney, James McGrath, Dylan Keatley, David O'Shea, Cahal Gaffney, Connor Byrne, Chris Birmingham, Dean Kelly, Lee Walker, Keen Dowling, Graham Delaney. The subs, Greg Sakula, Darrell Coleman, Lee Gordon, Daniel Hayden, Keenan Gagan, Lee Murphy, Dolman Celtic, Owen Gorman, Mubatsiri Mudawapi, Lorcan Canavan, Bonnie Melangogo, Jason Kenny, Keelan Lacey, Jamie Dourley, Joe Dorn, Ben Coakley, Brandon Doyle, the subs, Alex Westbrook, Lazarian Meany, Liam Ryan, Liam Dempsey, Paul Condren.